Thank you for tuning in. We'll get to your program right after this short word from our sponsors. When I first went into business, I found out in a hurry that it was lonely at the top. If you're a CEO or business owner and you're feeling lonely at the top, then I'd like to invite you to join us at our Action Coach membership community. It's a community of like-minded business owners that help each other, build each other up, sometimes push and pull each other. If you'd like to learn more, just reach out to me at billgilliland.actioncoach.com, book a session, and I'll give you all the details. Welcome to this week's episode of Epic Entrepreneurs, powered by Action Coach Growth Partners. You likely went into business to have more freedom and flexibility so that you could spend more time with your family, do more things or travel or enjoy your hobbies or whatever it is that you like to do in your spare time. We're here to help you find better ways to make more money, build better teams, and get that time back so that you can have that freedom and flexibility. We'll help you simplify things and make sense of business, investing, and wealth building so that you can be epic and achieve all your dreams and goals. And now, enjoy the show. Hello, uh, this is uh, Brian and Cheryl Stuller. We own Stuller Power Solutions in Hendersonville, North Carolina. So, uh, yeah, thanks for being on the show. What what exactly is uh, Stoller Power Solutions? We install generators, standby generators, for homes and businesses. And we also uh, install battery backup systems for the same reason, backing up for power outages, which we seem to have a lot of in this area. Yeah, plenty of lightning and those kind of things to mm-hmm. add up. So um, so how'd you get into this business in the first place? Well, I was, uh, I was in the Navy. I was an electrician in the Navy. And uh, when we got out, I transitioned into electrical and ended up getting my license and going into business for ourselves. Was it was it always um, the the power solutions, or were you doing just straight up electrician work? We started out as straight up electrical. We wired homes, uh, large custom homes, specialized in that um, service work, and uh, slowly transitioned into generators. How did that happen? Well. Mainly because the economy tanked around 2008. Um, we had already been doing generators, some, and we're building a client base. And we decided that uh, in order to have steady work um, and steady income, that generators were, would be a good, good source of revenue uh, consistently. And so we decided to uh, put a lot of effort into advertising and, and um, supporting that side of the business. So, I mean, that seems like a, a, a bit of a shift. And it, I mean, you were, you were, you, there was an event that caused it, but was there a thought process or a plan or, or anything to go that route or, or, or what was you thinking? Uh, somewhat. Um, we, we wanted to push generators, so we did, and we started growing that side of the business. And at around 2012, we, we made the conscious decision to go generators all the way, 
no more electrical work, no more wiring houses. We wanted to put all our efforts into strictly generators. And that's what we did. We cold turkey, stopped doing electrical. And and that's not to say we we still did some small jobs for clients that needed things. Um, but 99% of it went away. Which was risky and scary. <laughs> risky and scary. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a really... I mean, it's, it's a different business, right? I mean, I I mean, I mean, you're dealing with contractors mostly in the, with the, with the electrical contracting business. And then this is pretty much, I mean, you built businesses and, and consumers, but it's a little more direct. Mm -hmm. And in order to be good at something, you really need to focus on it Hmm. and uh, put all your effort into it. Um, as a side, as a side gig, uh, servicing generators, you just didn't have the level of expertise that you need to do it right. And Interesting. So we we train our we send our text to school every year for to Generact for training. Um, we have weekly weekly meetings in the on Friday morning for uh, questions and answers. Um, so we, we really focus on the client. We focus on whenever we're servicing a generator that we do the absolute best that we can do for that generator and for that person. Even down to cleaning it. (laughs) Yeah, no, I love that you're all in on it. I mean, I think that there's a lesson in there of, of niching, of, of being all in on the, on, on the thing. So it kind of leads into my next question. You guys have been successful. And one of the ways you've been successful, you've already hit on a couple was focus and training and, and uh, cleaning and going the extra mile. So, you know, we have this saying that, um, you know, you've probably heard in, in good to great that, that, that good is the enemy of great. You know, we say that successful is the enemy of Epic. So, what what do you think it takes to become not only successful but the next level to go to be an epic? Well, you really have to focus on the clients um, and, and staff. And staff, uh, you, we keep we we try to keep the clients happy. We when we try to keep our staff happy, um, and if the staff is happy, they're going to do a good job for the client. They represent our company well, and it's it's a win-win. So do you believe it starts with the staff then? Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. We And when we hire someone, we don't hire someone because they know generators. <laughs> we hire them because they're a good quality person, they have good intellect, and they're the right temperament. So our process of hiring has been different than I think normal. Let's hear about that. Tell us a little bit about your hiring process because there's a lot of people out here who've you know learned a lot of things about hiring and not hiring in the last uh, four or five years. Yeah, and this is where Cheryl's expertise comes in because she is very good at, um, at picking people and and uh, knowing who read and character and that, and that kind of thing, judgment. So, so what's your um, process, Cheryl? 
Um, I think it's important that you talk to them about who they are, what their background mm -hmm. is with their families, what they're interested in, what their hobbies are. Are they community minded? Are they church minded? Are they involved in something? Are they connected? Um, because I think that breeds people staying longer. And then we kind of talk about ourselves and what we like to do. And we just happen to ride motorcycles and awesome. out a lot of our staff does too. So we try to get together on Friday afternoons and ride together and kind of create an atmosphere that you would want to hang out with this person outside of work. You would like to talk to this person about what their interests are and their hobbies outside of work. So it's like getting to know somebody that you would want to go have a beer with kind of thing. Right. On top of that, do you have the skill set to work with clients? Are you attention to detail? Do you care about the outcome of what you do? Um, and if you check all of those boxes, then that's a good fit for our company because we're all in. We're hands on. We're here every day. Um, so we develop a relationship and we consider them our work family because you spend 40 hours a week together. So we want to make sure we're all cohesive and get along and support each other and have each other's back. Yeah, that's awesome. There's a lot there. There's a lot there. So do you have, I mean, do you do multiple interviews or you just sit down with them for three hours and get all this or how, how do you actually do it? No, I start out with a phone interview first because I can tell from there whether I want to bring somebody in or not. And then from there, if, if, if that's a good fit, then we bring them in and we get more detailed information about, you know, who they are and all of that that I said before. And right. we just interviewed somebody last week and we were together for two hours. So it's just being able to have that conversation um, and have it flow easily. And like I said, would you want to hang out with this person after work hours? Is that somebody that. you could, you know, respect and get along with? I love that. Would you want to hang out after hours? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's a good, that's a good, uh, a good barometer there. Do you do any kind of, um, assessments or anything like that? Or you say it's all, it's all multiple interviews and, and, uh, culture fit. No assessments. Um, okay. We just ask key questions and, you know, learn from that whether we would want to have them around for 40 hours a week, 52 weeks out of the year. <laughs> I understand. No, I get it. No, I get it. I, I just love it. I mean, different. I mean, what works is what works. And so that's that 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 works. Uh, that works for for for, for y'all. So. um I know that there's you've had great success, but along the way, there have been challenges. So let, there's always lessons and challenges. So what are some of your biggest, I guess, lessons that you've learned that would be useful to other folks who are who are in business or who are contemplating the idea of going into business? You can't halfway do being in business for yourself. You have to be willing to put in the hours. Um be willing to work with clients of different temperaments and personalities. You have to be willing to make hard decisions when you need to and stand by those decisions. Um, we, you know, there's a lot of blood, sweat, and tears in owning your own business. 
I lost you. Sorry, right, we're there. You're the okay. All right. I still got you. Okay. What what is it for you, Brian? Um well, a lot of our challenges have come from, you know, not having enough employees, either having too much work or not enough work. It's it's uh feast or famine. Mm -hmm. and, uh so working through those times is is challenging what what have you done i mean you you obviously felt the pain of 2008 2009 what um what if and i and you moved to generators obviously to take some of that ups and downs off what what if, what else have you done along those lines to to even things um, out yeah unfortunately we we were uh we were doing about 50% residential and 50% commercial at the time when the economy tanked. And mm -hmm. this area was pretty well buffered from the economy. We have a lot of retirees that come into here and, and they're not, they're not affected as much as the rest of the world. Yeah, that's right. Um, but the commercial side was, um, I ended up laying, I had to lay half my guys off mm. and uh, that was hard. That was real hard. So that's when we, you know, that's when we really decided that we needed to shift. And it was, it was, you have to change how your vans are laid out. You have to change your business model. Um, we exclusively sell and install Generac generators um, because we liked that company and what they did and they carried the market share. Um, yeah here in the United States. So that was important to us. Um, they do, they like to have their um, techs trained. We liked that. Um, they're available by phone. Uh, we have an area rep that we really like. Actually, his son works for us. He wanted, once he became of age, he wanted him to work for us. Um, so nice. it's, it's building a relationship in the community as well. And we had that relationship. We always did what we said we were going to do. We um, were hard workers. We were involved in the community early on, and we've stepped that up this year. Um, so we were a name that people could trust. And so when we switched and went to all generators, we kind of took everybody with us. We kept all of our clients that we had and just made sure we took care of them, but with generators instead. I understand. So is that taking out some of the ups and downs? It, it, mm, I hope. it has. I mean, as far as uh, the feast or famine, generators are pretty steady. And and the uh, service work is residual. We have the same. We, we constantly add services, but we're never, we're never losing them. Right. So is there is there a regular I'm assuming there's, you know, people could buy a regular service contract or something where you come out and check them out every six months right. or a year or whatever. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Perfect. OK. Yeah, that's awesome. So I want to change. I want to shift gears a minute. And it just occurred to me. I love talking to uh, husband and wife teams because there's a because um, you got the family and the business dynamic thing going on. And I've, I've worked with a number of couples over the years. What, how have y'all navigated that? I mean. We 
complement each other that way because my strengths are not his favorites and, and his strengths are not my favorites. So we, the, the financial side is my side and the technical side is his side, you know, the skill set side. So I don't mess with his side and he doesn't mess with mine. And then um, when we need to come together on things is when it becomes something financial that we want to have a conversation about or employees. Otherwise, um, we do really well that way. I, I think I mentioned at the breakfast, we kind of came to a point where all we were talking about was the business. And we said, oh, we need to, we need to find something else to talk about after yeah. our you know, date night. Yeah, and that yeah. still hasn't happened. We still always talk about the business because it's our, it's our lifeline and it's, and we're taking care and they are taking care of us of 12 families. And that's important to us. So we always want to make sure we're doing the right thing. Well, it's work. It's working for you. Um, yeah, that's awesome. Um, I, I just think it's interesting how people sometimes will make rules and try to, you know, I worked with a couple one time who they had a, they had a breakfast once a week where they went out to breakfast and they didn't talk about family. They talked about the business and then they could talk about the family and the business any other time, but that was just the time where they had to, had to do it. That's what worked for them. So I, I just say, I find it interesting. It's, it seems to be working for you. I think it's a lesson for all business, uh, medium and small size businesses is that at some point you got to divide and conquer. You, know, you can't have just one person, people in, in, in the business, it'll get, a, it'll, it's going to outgrow you at some point. So, um, cool. Well, I want to dig in. I'll do a little bit of a quick round here. Um, what are your thoughts? I'm going to go through the EPIC acronym. So what are your thoughts on the importance of education? That's uh, very important. Um, one, one thing is on the job experience and that's important. Uh, our guys get a lot of that, but being able to go in a classroom setting with Generact and sit down and learn the ins and outs of these generators, that's, that's, you can't replace that. Yeah. Y'all are big on having well-trained, well-educated, intelligent staff. That's, that's, that, I think that's a big, uh, big plus that you have going for you there. How about the importance of planning? Planning is very important. Uh, we we have to line up uh, our generator installs. We have to line up the gas company, the uh, inspections and startups, and all that has to be scheduled and planned out. It's not a fly-by-night deal. And uh, servicing is the same way. Um, you know, they're on a schedule and yearly schedule or bi-yearly and uh, they have to be planned out and scheduled. And the financial we, side, too. And the financial side, too. Has to be planned out. So we try yeah, the, to money, keep... the money doesn't always come in at the same rate all the time, does it? Right. Right. Yeah. And you've got, you've got purchase. You know, when you're purchasing a generator, that's an expensive purchase. Right. And we have to make sure that we balance having enough inventory and enough cash flow to take care of everything. So the planning side of that is important as well. 
Yeah, yeah, I think I think it's very, very important. How about the importance of inspiration? Um, I think we do that with the Friday morning meetings, and we are bringing in speakers also. It's not just about what are your questions from the week. Um, we have a guy coming in in July that's going to, Tim Paulus is going to be talking to us about what your communication style is and how does that work with everybody else's communication style. Um, we have different nonprofits coming in to talk to us about what they do in the community and what their needs are so that we can try and get our staff to be interested in helping on the community side too, not just you know, doing your job, but being a part of the community and um, supporting that. I love that. I love that. Having people in for, to, to, uh, to train. It's more education and inspiration. It all kind of works together. How about the importance of commitment? Oh, it's huge. I mean, like I said, you, if you're going to own your own business, you've got to be all in 24-7. And... We have managed to do that for more than 23 years. We started in our garage, and it was just he and I using our family van. So we'd take the car seats out when we needed to pick up the kids and put the tools in the back. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> and our very first employee, um, Artur, was with us for 19 years um, until he passed from cancer. So um, That says a lot right there. That. Yeah, that's 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 pretty amazing. Um, community, you've you guys have been conscious to do more in the community. You, you said in the last little while, you've ramped up your efforts. What are you doing? Um, we're a big supporter of Safe Light and everything that they are about and do for our community. Um, they kind of gel with. I'm a guardian ad litem. Um, so I use their services a lot for the kiddos that I have. So it was a good partnership to, to support what they are doing with putting all of the services in one, under one roof. Um, the training that they do um, for women in need. Um, I just love everything about what they do and the staff that they have there. Um, and we have other partnerships with other organizations, but that was a big one for us. So we feel like as we do better as a company, we should do more in the community. And so uh, that's, that's been our commitment all along. Yeah. Well, I love what you're doing. You're getting out there more. You're out in the you're, people are seeing you. The You're, you're working uh, with Safe Light. I mean, I think it's just it's just wonderful. So if folks would like to get a hold of you, what's the best way for them to get a hold of you if they're looking for generators or help with generators or just would love to chat with you? Well, they can go to uh, StullerPowerSolutions.com online. They can uh, ask us questions through that. They have a phone number. Give us a call. Um, Facebook and Instagram. Right. We're on that as well. Sure. And they stopped by our new office on Asheville Highway, which we're really proud of, which was Brian's inspiration. <laughs> yeah, brilliant, brilliant stuff. Well, listen, thanks for being on. It's great. All that information will be in the show notes. And uh, it's been great having you. And uh, to all you entrepreneurs out there, we'll look forward to chatting with you in another week. And until then, all the best. Thank you very much. 
Thank you. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of Epic Entrepreneurs. Here's four things you can do. First, you can listen every week on Biz Radio, Mondays at 1. Second, you can subscribe to the podcast. Hey, you get it. The more subscribers we have, the more cool things we can offer you. Three, you can also go out and give us a five-star rating everywhere. And number four, if you'd like a free copy of my book, The Coach Approach, Five Principles to Build an Epic Business, just go to giftfrombill.com. It's your roadmap to building your epic business. That's giftfrombill.com. Until next time, all the best. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you just heard, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and be sure to visit bizradio.us to find hundreds of other engaging conversations, local events, and more.